This episode of Riveting Reads is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. We already know you guys like good stories. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash rivetingreads and browse their unmatched selection of audio programs. Download the one that grabs your attention for free and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash rivetingreads to check it out. Now on to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Riveting Reads podcast, where each season brings you a serialized version of thrilling news stories, along with exclusive bonus content from the author. This is season one, Insomnia, book one of the Nightwalker series, by Jaya Johansson, narrated by Roy Samuelson. New episodes are posting weekly on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Stick around after today's chapter for some author insights into the writing process behind this chapter with Insomnia's author, J.R. Johansson. Hi, I'm J.R. Johansson, and I'm here to give you a quick recap of episode 21, chapter 21 of Insomnia. At the beginning of this episode, Parker is waiting for Dr. Freiberg outside of his office. When he leaves for the day, Parker approaches to ask him some questions about hypnotherapy in the hopes that he can learn something about Mia and her dreams. He learns that Mia has been using a form of self-hypnosis in order to sleep at night, trying to avoid her nightmares. With all of his questions, though, Dr. Freiberg becomes suspicious, and when Parker claims to be Jeff, Dr. Freiberg recognizes that he's lying and tells him to leave Mia alone. And that's it for your recap of Chapter 21. Stick around now for Chapter 22 of Insomnia. Hope you enjoy. Insomnia, The Nightwalkers. Written by J.R. Johansson. Narrated by Roy Samuelson. 22. When I pulled into the driveway, Mom was already home. A little surprising, since it wasn't even dark yet. She had been working late a lot the past week or two, ever since our argument. Work and school made avoiding each other simple. We'd never talked about the fight again. We were both too busy pretending it never happened. But it's hard to stay angry with her when I'm afraid to lose her, and I know how easy it was for Dad to walk away. He didn't even need a reason, and God knows I had already given Mom too many. I grabbed my sunglasses off the visor, pushed them up my nose, and got out of the car. Retrieving my backpack from the passenger seat, I slung it over my shoulder and walked inside. Mom stood in the kitchen slicing up carrots. Even when she was cooking, she still had on her business suit. Her jacket hung over the back of a chair at the table, and her sleeves were rolled up above her elbows. Her short brown hair was pulled up in a clip, and her reading glasses were pushed back on her head. Typical mom. The smell of her homemade chicken noodle soup filled every space in the house and made my stomach growl. It was my absolute favorite. Hey, Mom, that smells awesome. I grabbed a carrot and popped it in my mouth. Hi, bud. That was practice, she asked without looking up. Fine. I lied and turned toward my room. Jeff never held practice on Tuesdays, and I didn't even have my gym bag with me. Of course, I'd missed most of the practices. When I had stopped by Coach Mahoney's office as promised, I had told him that I was taking a private soccer clinic at the college. He said that as long as I came to every practice once the season started, he didn't care. But I knew that soccer was just one more problem that would eventually come back up. 
It felt like everything I did lately was just putting off dealing with the inevitable. Mom, coach, death, it would all catch up to me at some point. A chill slid down my spine and I shrugged it off. As long as work kept mom busy enough to keep her off my back, it was okay. I cracked my neck to ease some of the tension that built up there with every new lie I told. Where are you going? Mom called down the hallway after me. Dinner is almost ready. Yeah, I have a killer headache. I'm going to rest my eyes for a minute. I shut my door behind me before she had a chance to respond. I hadn't lied this time. My headache was becoming somewhat epic. But mostly, I didn't feel like having the same old argument about wearing my sunglasses at the dinner table. I knew she considered it disrespectful, and having to come up with new excuses all the time made me tired. And tonight, I really couldn't afford to make eye contact with anyone else. I needed to figure out what was up with Dr. Freeberg. If he wasn't the stalker, then I'd track down that blind skull guy and see what his dreams were made of. Not that I'd have much luck finding him so far. I slipped off my shoes and leaned back on my pillow. Freeberg probably wasn't asleep yet, although I made him for one of those early-to-bed, early-to-rise types. Maybe I could relax in the void for a bit before I got sucked into his dream. A light tapping on the door woke me up. I squinted at the clock. It had been about 45 minutes. Parker? Mom's voice whispered through the door. Are you asleep? Not anymore. She opened the door a crack, and I didn't have to fake my flinching reaction to justify hiding my eyes. A million light bulbs burst inside my brain at once, and I threw my arm over my face. Sheesh, Mom, can you turn off that light? Oh, sorry, she muttered, and stepped inside, closing the door behind her. Her voice warbled with the familiar worried tone again. Are you feeling okay? You look terrible. Yeah, I said, migraine. Do you want some medicine? She asked softly. Dad used to get migraines all the time. It was one of the few things I remembered about him. So it made for a good excuse that she could understand, and it was pretty accurate at the moment. I can bring your dinner in here if you want, she added. That would be good. Thanks. Mom leaned over and kissed my forehead in the dark room. No problem, sweetie. Just feel better, okay? I nodded and rolled onto my side. A few minutes later, she was back with dinner and some ibuprofen. Light streamed in through the open door, so I kept my eyes closed tight as she moved about in the shadows. Finn called three times tonight. He sounded worried. The way she said it seemed more like a question than a statement. I'll talk to him at school tomorrow. Eddie called too? Okay. You aren't... I mean, are you two dating... Because that would be fine. She seems like a really sweet girl. I groaned. No, Mom. She's just a friend. Easy. I was only wondering. She leaned over and squeezed my shoulder with one hand. Well, get some rest and holler if you need anything else. Feeling guilty about my reaction, I wrapped one arm around her shoulders. Somehow I had to make all the lies up to her while I still had time left. She deserved better. Thanks for dinner, Mom. You're very welcome. I wasn't sure why, but hearing the smile in her voice made me feel better than I had all day. We'll dive right back into the story after this short break. This episode of Riveting Reads is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. 
The audiobook I'd like to recommend this episode is Renegades by Marissa Meyer. Secret Identities, Extraordinary Powers. She wants vengeance, he wants justice. The Renegades are a syndicate of prodigies, humans with extraordinary abilities who emerged from the ruins of a crumbled society and established peace and order where chaos reigned. As champions of justice, they remain a symbol of hope and courage to everyone, except the villains they once overthrew. Nova has a reason to hate the Renegades, and she is on a mission for vengeance. As she gets closer to her target, she meets Adrian, a renegade boy who believes in justice, and in Nova. But Nova's allegiance is to a villain who has the power to end them both. I really love Marissa Meyer and her Cinder series, so I'm really excited to check this out. So, whether you decide to go with my recommendation of Renegades by Marissa Meyer, or select another audiobook of your choice, you can get all set up by going to audibletrial.com forward slash rivetingreads. That's audibletrial.com forward slash rivetingreads to get your free audiobook. Hope that was a nice breather for you, because we now continue with Insomnia. I rolled over again and squinted at the glowing red numbers of my alarm clock. It was almost midnight. Sitting up, I drew in a deep breath and slowly let it out. My feet clunked to the floor, and I tried to stand up when the dental floss tugged my arm back behind me. I yanked my hand around until I felt it snap and got to my feet. My head felt a little better, so maybe some water would help. The house was silent. It had been almost an hour since I had heard Mom go to bed. I filled a glass of water from the fridge and walked back to my room. Halfway there, I heard a weird squeaking noise. Mid-step, I froze, listening for the sound again. But it was quiet. I walked in, shut the door, and then heard it again. It was coming from my backpack. When I picked my backpack up, I felt the side pocket vibrating. Oh, my cell phone. I had forgotten it was still in there. I pulled it out. The screen was filled with a picture of Finn wearing an enormous jack-o'-lantern over his head. Addie had taken it at Halloween last year. I flipped the phone open. Hello? There was a stunned silence on the other end before he finally responded. What is going on? He emphasized every word like it could be the most important one he had ever said. I couldn't help but laugh. Um, mostly sleep. What are you talking about? Dude, you talked to Mia this morning, then you disappeared, and we don't even hear from you again? You were supposed to give me a ride home from school, and you never showed. Addie and I have been calling you all night. In the background, I heard Addie talking quietly. She was squeaking a little, the way she did when she was upset. Finn took a deep breath. What happened? I winced. Sorry about the ride. I totally forgot. I ended up going to talk to Dr. Freeberg, and... I stopped, not sure what to say about Dr. Freeberg yet. It would probably be better for me to wait until after I had seen his dreams. You talk to her therapist? Seriously, Finn, do you listen to anything I say? Addie's voice came through abruptly. She must have picked up the phone extension. Hi, Parker, how are you feeling? Hey, Addie, I'm okay. Freeberg seemed to at least know what he was talking about. I scratched my head and yawned. Oh, but I was wondering, do either of you know that new guy at school? Dark hair, wears a leather jacket with an emblem on the shoulder of a skull wearing two eye patches. Oh, yeah, and he keeps a parrot in his locker? Finn laughed, and then I heard a thud followed by, Ow! I think I've seen him, but I'm not sure. Addie was quiet for a moment. It's weird. I can almost remember- Why are you talking about him anyway? 
Finn interrupted. Did Mia mention him? No, I just keep seeing him around, especially when I'm following Mia. I just wondered if you guys knew who he was. You think he could be her stalker? There was no humor in Finn's voice now. Maybe. I don't know. It was quiet for a few seconds before Addie changed the subject. So what happened with Mia? Her voice sounded soft next to Finn's. I think she's avoiding me, so I'm guessing it didn't go well. Sitting on the edge of the bed, I secured a new strand of floss around my wrist. Nope, it sucked. But I learned a few things, so it wasn't totally worthless. Like what? Finn's voice echoed oddly, the way it does when there are two phones being used in the same room. Listen, can we talk about it tomorrow? I really need to watch his dreams first, and then I think I'll know more. I yawned and climbed under my covers. Whose dreams? Freeberg's? Finn asked quickly. I knew they wanted answers before I hung up, but I just didn't have the energy. Yeah, I think it might help. Really? Why? Addie sounded doubtful. I'll explain more tomorrow. I could practically hear Finn shaking his head through the phone. Random? But all right. Tomorrow, though, you need to catch me up. Catch us up, Addie added. Promise. Good night, guys. Night. night. Their unison voices echoed the word until I heard two faint clicks and then silence. Thanks for listening to the Riveting Reads podcast, season one, Insomnia. New podcast episodes will be available every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you're not the patient type and want the full book now, you can find the audiobook on Audible Podcasts or the paperback version on Amazon. Stick around for some author insights from J.R. Johansson about the chapter featured in this episode. Hi, I'm J.R. Johansson and welcome to the Authorly Insights section on Chapter 22. The homemade chicken noodle soup in this chapter is based on an actual recipe my mom made us growing up. She still makes it for us occasionally now. Just thinking about it makes me hungry, honestly. <laughs> I really don't pull people from my life into my books, but I steal little things and use them, and aspects of people's personalities. There is a lot about Parker's mom that is based on my mom. She was a single mother of three. She worked two jobs trying to make sure we were okay and stable. She was always worried about us, even when she couldn't always be around. Basically, the heart of Parker's mom is based on my mom. And I have the best mom. Don't come at me. It's a fact. We can fight about it. I'll win. <laughs> and that's it for the Authorly Insight section on Chapter 22. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next episode. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Riveting Reads. Please check out details for our reader appreciation program in the podcast notes or on rivetingreadspodcast.com. Also, a reminder that we're still a new podcast and we would love to hear from you. Please subscribe as well as rating and reviewing in your podcast app. Thanks, and we'll see you in a few days for the next episode.